Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. It is a glorious Wednesday in Big Ten country. Big Ten football is coming back officially. We can save maybe some of the questions and, and uncertainty about a plan that starts on October 23rd or 24th for later. We're going to come back with a full rapid reaction on the Letterman Row uh, network later on today, but we said we would be thrilled to bring good news at some point, and we finally have it, Burn The Buckeyes are going to be back on the field uh, in a little over one month from now. Yeah, and I want to publicly apologize to the Big Ten. I did say last Friday that whatever decision they made would be the dumbest one. Uh, <laughs> and it turns out I was wrong. They made the second dumbest one uh, instead by pushing the schedule back to October 24th instead of the 10th or the 17th. But the reality is none of that matters. What does matter is that they are trying. And that is all people have asked for from the start was to give this a try, to give a honest attempt to play and after six weeks of trying to be the smartest guy in the room, they've decided let's take the L, look like some dumbasses for a few days, and, and try to work toward a season. Now there's other questions that will certainly come up, but for now people should just be uh, glad that Justin Fields, Ryan Day, and these guys are going to get a shot to win a Big Ten and play for the national championship. Yeah, that, that first part, though, it's hard to – shake that smartest guy in the room feeling when they put out their statement on Wednesday morning and it was all about the medical protocols. And those are great. It's really important that they're going to do daily testing. It's important that they have set in state, you set in place the number of positive tests that your team can have or the positivity rate and still play a game. All that's really important, but guess what you also have to have if you're going to play a game, you have to have a schedule. So that was not involved in this and there's still more to come today. Kevin Warren is actually going to emerge uh, from his hole that he's been in for the last five weeks and talk about this later on today. We're going to have way more coverage of uh, the Big Ten coming back. But, but Spencer, I think like when you're looking at this, the first question you have is not what the medical protocol is going to be. It's when is Ohio State going to play and who? Well, I, I also want to point out with Berm, I was wrong. I predicted the JV season. We've already been over this. Now we can put that to bed, okay? So – but I did see one thing in the schedule that made me kind of raise an eyebrow. It says the weekend of the 23rd and 24th. I don't think all of these games are going to be on Saturday. And so I think you can start to, to map some things out like, okay, they're going to play Friday nights. They're going to play whenever they really can to get this schedule in. And so we still don't have a schedule. I think it was kind of uh, hollow to put out that they're back and not have a schedule because Ohio State can, could start watching film on an opponent. I mean – that's just the way things work in college football. But uh, I think we need to we, – we can just tone down the complaints a little bit and, ju and just relish in the fact that we have Big Ten football. I, we I, have Big Ten football. I intended to do that, Spencer, but with what you're talking about, it's hard not to complain oh, a yeah. little bit no, about what you're doing here. Because yeah, it doesn't no, – I, I agree with that. I just – I am just filled with joy. <laughs> to know that that weekend, that weekend, four of the five Power Five conferences will be playing. And one of those is the Big Ten. Because it, three weeks ago, we thought for sure, you know, these were all just boat boy rumors. And look at where we've come since then. Well, I don't know that we right thought they were all just boat boy rumors. I mean, there was, there was momentum for a return. <clears throat> I think the frustration is that four days ago, the three of us uh, sat here pretty confident that they would not start any later than the 17th of October. And that over the last 72 hours, somehow the league convinced itself to wait another week, 
when that extra week, which may not seem like that big of a deal, uh, is probably going to be a big deal. Like now you have to be flawless. Now you have to be absolutely perfect in executing this very difficult to execute plan. Uh, and I think that that puts the, the onus now way more on the football players and, and the programs than it needs to. Because if they just would have done the right thing from the start, which was delay until the weekend of September 26th, like the SEC did, like the, if they had just done that, then you had three or four weeks of wiggle room built into your schedule that now you simply don't have. And I, that's what irritates me the most. And I know I'm, I'm cantankerous. I'm a I'm grumpy old man. I get it. But, like, there has to be some sort of, of plan now that is flawless. And, and I guess this is where you're going to see the cream of the crop of the league, the programs like Ohio State that have a lot of continuity, that have a program that is in very good shape coming into this, uh, separate itself even more than some of the other ones that are a bit of a disaster. Yeah, I think we're going to talk about this a lot more as we go on. But, you know, some of this is an Ohio State problem specifically. Like everybody that is on this beat, their entire fan base, the coaches and players are worried about getting a season in before the college football playoff because they are a national title contender. Well, with the possible exception of Penn State or Wisconsin, the rest of the league is not. That doesn't impact them at all. So if you're talking about the presidents and putting together a plan that's not something that was ever going to concern them. And I know that that's, that's frustrating to hear in Columbus and it's frustrating for us to say, but that's just, that's the reality here. If you're trying to put together, these presidents want there to be football for their teams if they can provide it, but they don't care about the national championship. They simply don't. That's not their priority. So even when I'm sitting here and I'm wanting to complain that we knew that they had this decision, they had the votes on Sunday night and they continued to wait until Wednesday. And then that pushed the date back. Well, that's actually in reality only going to impact Ohio State and maybe two other teams if they're lucky. Well, that's what we cover. I know, I, think, uh, I know, but that's I, to try and put it into perspective for everybody else when they ask, well, why is October 24th a workable date for the league? Well, because they think they can play eight games with a conference championship. And guess what? That's a full season for them. And that's if, they, if, if they're able to do that, Ohio State is still eligible for the playoff. Both sides can, can be happy. I think what's obvious is that the league doesn't use their brains when it comes to stuff like how much more money does the league make if Ohio State makes a national championship? Like those are things that uh, as the presidents and, and chancellors of the league, you're making this decision now for money, right? Like you're realizing, oh, crap, we're going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars. You can also make hundreds of millions of more dollars if Ohio State has an opportunity to play in the college football championship, uh, which is why in the last – two weeks we've seen the shift from the end of November to this to the October start date because the people in charge are like oh boy uh, that does not make any sense and you know and then we saw the Pac-12 on on Tuesday start to freak out a little bit like oh no we're going to be left by ourselves and uh, I just think that it's been such a disaster from a PR standpoint that people have no choice right now but to kind of go oof this is what we got but hey we got it and that's I the foot something worked. So there are just two quick thoughts that I have. One is that I think the November date was floated uh, and given to the media as a, t as a uh, temperature take to see what people would think about it. And once it was like, well, that's really stupid. They were like, okay, well, let's go back to the drawing board. Cause I, I really do think that that was, that could, should have never been an option. And the second one is I think this October 24th date signals that today to September 30th, when they have to start the rapid testing, 
the daily testing. That's two weeks. You give your programs two weeks to acquire all their testing, make sure all their ducks are in a row. And then you have the 21 days that they are required to sit out. If somebody tests positive, the 21 days they're required to sit out is built into that September 30th to October 24th window. So I think there is a design in this in case somebody tests positive on day one, two, or three, where they can still sit, sit for those 21 days in quarantine and then still be able to play or, you know, try to have a, have a game on week one. So I think there is some, some like strategy to this 24th date, but I still don't agree that it's the right thing to do. I think the 17th made way more sense. I wonder who told them that they needed 21 days. That's not the CDC recommendation. That is something It's, it's else. more than double the CDC recommendation. Yeah. It, it's so Big Ten that we got this day that we're all supposed to be thrilled and happy for, and they found – I just – I'm going to keep saying this probably. Like, delay was so easy, and now I'm going to say, gosh, they, they were so close to getting it right, and then they still wound up with a B1G decision that doesn't make a lot of sense. I want to be clear. I'm very happy. I'm very happy today. I'm very happy for, for the players on the football programs around the Big Ten – the parents of these kids who want to play, the coaches, these people deserve a ton of credit for the work that they've put in since in the last 35 days. Like those, this decision today doesn't happen without those coaches, players, and parents. And they deserve all the credit in the world for forcing the Big Ten to reassess and to correct their mistake. Now, I hope that the league leadership will stand up in front of people and say, we botched this. Let's move forward together because if the league wants to fix itself down the road, it's going to need to have some humility from the people in charge. And that's, they're not, they're not going to do that. They're not going to, they're not going to stand up and say they were wrong, but I will say the last thing that I wanted to add before we, we get off here is I think there were a lot of concessions made in this. Like if you look at all of the protocols and all like you cannot switch 11 minds without making some concessions. I think the 21 day thing was probably a concession made by the, by some of the schools to get the other schools on board. Well, that's a weird concession that they needed to make, but they made it. Ohio state and the big 10 will be back on the field, October 23rd or 24th that weekend. We're actually going to be back here later on today for a full uh, rapid reaction. This is just a little teaser because football is back. We're still trying to, Uh, get more details about what exactly that means. But Jeremy Birmingham, Spencer Holbrook, and me, Austin Ward, will be back with a lot more on this as this story develops. Thanks for following along at Letterman Row. Uh, Join us later on for more insight on the return of football in the Big Ten.